Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. And unfortunately, we have three other people on today. Uh, we've got Don, uh, Grant, and Tim all here. And all, yeah, all, of us, unfortunately. all of us. All, yeah. It's a fucking like, sausage party going on. Fuck it. I think it's it's great to a, it's gone to a very good start that all of us said hi at the same time. So we're all we're all one. We're all kind of <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's his name? Vision? Or whatever the hell his name is from Marvel. Yeah, that's what we're here. Yeah, we've all yeah. become sentient. We're all one. We are all MFFLs. You're, you're a hive mind, is what you're saying. <laughs> that's what it is, yeah. Fucking... No, no individual thoughts. We're all in this together. Exactly. Against our own will. We're all going to agree on it. Against our own will. Oh, no. Like Alex said, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's just dive into this shit, I guess. Uh, so who? So say yes if you watch the games this week. Yes. Yes. Well, not the not the uh, world game. I did not watch the world game. Oh, uh, I mean, does that really count though? So I mean, that, it was on the list. Uh, no, I'm I'm the only no. <laughs> yeah, you watch shit this week. I watched. I watched the condensed Orlando game online, and then obviously I watched the Hawks game. Unfortunately, because you get a red yeah. for it. So. Yeah, I watched part of the Hawks game, kind of. It's a good game. I had it on. Remember, I pulled up on my yeah. phone, <laughs> just watching it real quick. So, I was glancing yeah. over at the score, and we were yeah. up by like twenty at one point. So I was like, "Okay, cool. We're Ooh. gonna we got this in the bag. We can talk about oh, it a yeah. little bit." Though. So, I had the yeah. story written, and then I had to delete everything and. I asked why it took a little bit to turn in. I was like, erase draft. Here we go again. Yeah. That's uh, always a bitch. <laughs> and and then really like... and the funny thing is, Tim, uh we'll get we'll get into this, but in a couple weeks you might have to redo the story all over again. Okay, I can't wait to get into that because I have mm-hmm. no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you don't? Mm-hmm. For the Hawks oh, game? Oh the Yes. Review. Yeah, we'll get into. That. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that a little. We'll talk about that a little bit. <laughs> yes, you're gonna have to rewrite the the last nine seconds of the game, uh, where, we oh, inevi- yeah. where we inevitably have one of our six foot three guards trying to get win a tip off against Dwayne Deadman, and, uh, <laughs> and the clock runs out, and then both Mark Cuban and Don Nelson, uh, Donnie Nelson, forgive me, hug and cry tears of fairness. Um, tears, tears of fairness. That's 
that's really what we're we're shooting for as Maz fans is we want to make sure that we call out our referees, you know, just really to to make sure the law is being laid down consistently. God. <laughs> so, I, don't get me wrong, as a Maz fan, I feel like it's almost like it's become a stereotype of Maz fans in general. Um, and granted, I think with some good points behind it, primarily 2008 finals, we've all kind of heard that. But like. Uh, I don't know. There's some, something's got to be done with the officiating at this point. You have this replayability, and it's the same problems that the NFL's having, where you have instant replay that still doesn't solve anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't slow yeah. it down. Um, so I've only heard really one good way of doing this, and like basically, more or less keeping instant replay the same with uh, out of bounds plays or like you know buzzer beaters where it's like very timed things that like the human eye might not be able to see but anything like fouls or things like or for instance like goaltending like to me they should just watch like have like a standard like camera that's just set at the baseline and you just have to watch it in real time again and then then make that call one it'll be quick as hell because you see like these 50 year old referees just kind of like trying to figure out their MS-DOS replay center, and just, like, <laughs> I don't know how long that's actually taking, but, like, slow-mo's not helping, so I don't know. It's just got room to improve for certain. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, like, so so we didn't have any games starting up, starting this week off because of the All-Star game. Correct. Um, I think, what, I think two of us, three, no, two of us in this chat were watching the game together. Uh, you know, there are a couple people who couldn't come because they live, you know, far away. Tim. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I live in then, Austin. No one had any excuse. I made Yeah, it. you came from Austin. So <laughs> Tim fucking should have came from fucking California for this. Yeah. But, you know, That's Grant fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Grant fell asleep. It happens. And Alex, I don't know what the fuck you were doing, so you didn't show up. I was but... taking care of my child. That's right, yeah. You have a, you have, forgot you have a seed. <laughs> <laughs> no but anyway so it was cool like watching the game like you know with a bunch of people um the game itself was pretty fun like that i didn't i still like looking at like the way like it was expressed of how the game was gonna go it didn't make any sense until i saw it and i was like oh this works you know <laughs> so it was cool like that last quarter was awesome besides the whole Luca not playing thing, which was bullshit, but whatever. Like, it's just a well, you know, just a my game. Theory on, my theory on that is he was probably on a minutes restriction. Um, I'm guessing they let Luca play the game, and well, just I think it's kind of supported by him not playing in the second night of the back to back last night. Like, I don't think he was a full go. I think Vogel was told, "Hey, we want Luca to play, but like, if you run him into the ground for 30 minutes and he rolls another ankle." We're gonna bomb LA. Hopefully, they mm-hmm. warned me first before they did that. But yeah, um, yeah. So that's I partially agree. why I think Chris Paul was in the game instead of Luca for that entire last part. They have no excuse on the other side for keeping Kemba in the game instead of Trey or Ben Simmons. Because man, or Kemba Kyle Lowry, bro, terrible. Yeah. yeah, him too. Kemba and Kyle, the killer K's, were just terrible. <laughs> well, Kyle Lowry was a fucking bitch the whole night. Dude, it was it was career. amazing though. <laughs> like seeing him like care so much. So. 
I don't know about you guys, but I thought the skills challenge was just who could do the better charge call. I thought that was one of the contests. And I think Kyle Lowry had 50s across the board as far as flopping for charges. So, I mean, this is what the fans pay for, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Offensive fouls, that's all we care about. That's what he does. Yeah. If they yeah. ever actually make that a challenge at the skills event, um, whoever can take a charge the best, let me just tell you, as someone that watches a shit ton of college basketball, anyone that's ever graduated from the University of Wisconsin, especially if you're about six seven and white, is winning that running away. <laughs> so, so the entire roster of Wisconsin? <laughs> yes, them plus, like, I think his name was Nigel something a couple years ago. Like, they usually have one four-year token running around. <laughs> oh my god, dude. It's Wisconsin, or wait, man. no, not Zeller. Not Zeller? <laughs> oh man. Is there uh, any the... any six seven or taller white Wisconsin player in the NBA right now? Kaminsky? Oh is okay. he still Kaminsky. Is he still the uh, Yeah, Kaminsky's on the uh, Hornets. Oh he is, isn't he? Did you qualify shit. American? <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think you have to I don't think you have to qualify that with Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, oh, Grant, you Wisconsin earlier. I thought it was just, yeah. oh, we have two people that are telling the six seven, but I didn't hear those qualifier. Grant, yeah. stop, oh, the, yeah. Grant, stop so opening have... up whatever you're opening. I know what the fuck. My bad. <laughs> By the way, Grant, you are wrong. Frank Comiskey plays for Phoenix. Oh yeah, he he has played for Charlotte for sure. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. He was in there told this 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 game. He probably is in trade. I'm guessing. I don't know. Anyway, I, don't know. I thought he was on Charlotte this year. Side, this is a massive sidetrack anyway. Yeah. But, so anyway, I'm so... I've we, we got a Frank Kaminsky minute in. Right? Yeah. He deserves this it. Has been your, this has been your Big Ten minute. Back to programming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was in favor of all the All-Star stuff. It's rare that All-Star is actually interesting. Um, even the dunk contest being like a controversy was fun to talk about and... Like the the rule changes look like oh cool like they're actually playing for it some purpose aside from just like hey we're gonna get another paycheck at the end of the day like it was kind of neat yeah I agree with that yeah fun. I'm I don't really mind any of the dunk contest gimmicks anymore I know they constantly seem like they're trying something new and there was a controversy but like to me I've been fine with the dunk contest stuff for like a decade now do whatever you want to do because if you're still that like into it and you're older than like 14 then i'm a li- little bit weirded <laughs> out by you like that's that's who that's for kinda. sure well i mean like basically it's kind of lost the so let's see vince carter yeah oh vince carter well, i don't know at least yeah. they were making the dunks this year that's a, that's important <laughs> true yeah yeah they really uh, were that was fun and but then they had to do the final round like 75 times I mean, he uh, jumped over Taco Fall. He did. He jumped, yeah. That's a loose... Okay. Even, like, nuts on the neck, it's still, like, 7'3", dude. Like, oh, yeah. so, oh, don't you get know? me wrong. It's an impressive feat to dunk over a 7-footer, but him clearing Taco Fall is, like, me clearing 6-foot on my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not quite there. Right? Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, ask Taco Fall when he just got teabagged by Aaron Gordon. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he cleared it. Totally didn't rub all the way up. But it's the fact that they gave out 50s for, like, everything else, and that the last two dunks got 48, 47. That was, that was silly. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, at this point, I think the way that, like, if we're going to solve it, who get really cares? But, like, they should just throw in a weird, like, masked celebrity judge. Like, where it's just <laughs> like, all right, here's this next one, and it's Bob Costas or somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and he just puts a two because he doesn't want to be there, and he just, like, grabs a check and leaves. Like, that's the only mm-hmm. way. To, you you got to throw, like, a wild card in there because uh, if once it gets to 50, it's just like, all right, there's nowhere else this can go. I think you just described Michael Jordan at every All-Star game he's been to in the past, like, 20 years. He just <laughs> wants to hit the casino after. Like, you know, <laughs> good call. All right, let's see. So we had a couple – we had two games this week somehow, back-to-backs, unfortunately. Um, first game was, what, Friday? Yeah, it was yeah. Friday. Yeah. Friday against Orlando Magic. We beat them by a bunch of points. You know, 122, I mean, 106, sound right? Yeah. 122, 106, yep. And yeah, that was, was, yeah, that was a good. It was a weirdly entertaining game in the sense that, like, at first, like, first quarter, I'm like, cool, blowout. I'm just happy to see them back into the fold. And then, like, by quarter two, I'm just like, wow, this might be a career night for Porzingis. Then by quarter three, oh shit, is this, like, one of those weird upsets that we do every, like, 20 games? And then by the fourth quarter, it was fine, and Maxi Kleber destroyed everyone. Yes. Maxi Kleber took over there. And um, shout-out to Markel Fultz, and Don really uh, helped fix his free throw. You know, I, I'm glad that I can help out with mid-range jumpers. It's, uh, it's a long Yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I didn't expect that from him either. He's he's not really been doing that this year. So that well, to see him do it against us, it, it looked nice. He looked like, like Brunson out there, kind of. I think that's the thing I, I can't quite decipher with Fultz is that, like, uh, I, I don't know if it's just because he's been through, like, just the fucking ringer in Philly and just completely, like, having a mental breakdown of just forgetting how to basketball and then just kind of slowly developing it in Orlando. But, like, you know, he moves around a little bit, but it's kind of like he has, for a point guard in the NBA, he does a lot of dribble to one side and then just goes, yeah. Oh, I have no idea what I'm doing right here. <laughs> but he does it so well. <laughs> He's so crisp with it. Like when he gets to the rim, you're just like, "Wow, he did that." That's, Absolutely, it's it's, it's he, amazing to see. He finishes well, and I will say, like he, I mean, <laughs> the Mavericks gave up that that free throw line jumper to him. I feel like seven times that game. Yeah, and I mean, which I mean, normally is not even a bad play for him. Like not a play you uh, would be against. Someone got disconnected. Sure. Um, I think that was Rubes. I think it was, did too. I, did I get disconnected? No, <laughs> you're, you're, you're fine. Here. Fantastic. Ru- Ruben got disconnected. That's what I thought. He'll, uh, he'll come back. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, so, yeah, I think all, all in all, it's just like it was cool to see uh, KP and Luca just like you just see the forgive the fun like the magic happen between those mm-hmm. two where it just creates so much like space and opportunities for everybody else on the court it's really a cool like as a basketball nerd it's really cool to see when you know a lot of the like there's a lot of like <laughs> i've been watching a lot of nba league pass and i've watched a lot of bad offenses or just boring offenses um mainly because like i mean if i if we're on a lot of national games, so whenever I'm watching something like the Cavs or Chicago, there's a lot of just kind of dribble into nowhere or a lot of shitty four shots or just guys that think they they can just light it up from three. 
and it doesn't lead to a whole lot of production. But it's also like they're not using the bodies that are on the court, and that's what I think what's so cool about when KP and Luke are doing like they're setting so many other people up, and there there's a lot of movement. It's just great to see as a basketball fan, not just a Maz fan. Yeah, yeah. To your, yeah. To your point, like I watch, and it's like half the teams in the league almost look like college offenses, where like you said, it's just dribbling out the clock, and it's it's the old John Wooden thing of movement without accomplishment. And when you watch the when you watch the Mavs offense, like it feels like every movement has a purpose. Like someone's cutting somewhere, even if it's twenty feet away from the play. And that's when Luke is gonna find that guy in the corner once he drives, like no look, whatever, just sling it out there and it's I don't it's one of the things I guess I know Rick catches heat. I don't really understand it, but it's been my favorite thing since he's been our coach, is like even when the talent level isn't there, you can see a plan in place. Like, and he's taken some pretty spare kind of talent or roster talent-wise, whatever you want to call it. Um, and he's made like some pretty passable offenses out of it. So now that he's got these weapons, and if these two guys can play to their potential moving forward for the rest of the year, not only are they going to get their numbers, you're going to have a guy like Cleveland and his 26 points jump up every night, or maybe it's going to be Hardaway Jr., or maybe it's going to be two other guys, you know those guys are going to produce consistently and we have enough other guys on the roster that are ready to take advantage of the situation. Welcome back, Ribs. But no, I, that, that, that couldn't be more well said. I think uh, Rick Carlisle to me is, I mean, he's, he's clearly one of the best coaches in the league, but to me what I find so impressive is that if you just go down like his, the rosters he's had, not just in Dallas, but like way before, he finds a great way of turning like kind of just aimless gunners into great uh, contributing players, and like it's it's really interesting seeing players like uh, Monte Ellis, OJ Mayo, uh, formerly like in when he was in Detroit, Chauncey Billups. Like these were guys that were just kind of like you know tweener one two guys that jack up shots with not a whole lot of production. But once they get into a Rick Carlisle system, they seem to really produce. Um, you know, maybe not for championships or like long playoff runs but like these guys become like really respectable starting players and they i mean chances are like they they earn too high of a paycheck and they leave us oh, <laughs> yeah like, like no, you're that's, right that's exactly like, remember, how I see Tim Hardaway. <laughs> remember when remember when brandon Wright was like one of the league's elite rim runners before we yes. traded ever like dewan blair and sam dallenberry were giving yes. the best first teams ever fits in the playoffs down low like i don't know he I mean with what he has Aminu yeah. was our last great playoff player. His game three and his game four, I think, against maybe it was game two actually. Game two and game three against Houston, the last time we were in the playoffs. He was our yeah. best player. He went he went nuts. And then he did well in Portland, but didn't even yeah, play against us against the Magic. That's one of more my more random Twitter Twitter followers, by the way, is Aminu. Like, <laughs> he why follows he me too. He's a, baller. He's a, he's yeah. a hooper. I I will say that that's, I think it speaks to, I mean, also Carlisle, but mainly, like, there's something about franchise stability that really matters. Like, how many times do we see somebody, like, from Phoenix, like, le- like really develop and go and have a career afterwards? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, like, the Knicks or Sacramento or, or Orlando, for that matter. Like, how many guys, like, re- rejuvenate their career in those places? And, like, Dallas seems to be a place where we get a lot of misfit toys and they find a way of like uh 
prolonging their stay in the league after they join us. And I mean, I know that's kind of probably fan glasses, but that's just what I've noticed with a lot of our starters and bench guys. And if you do Darren Collison too, it's also a good example. Sorry, great example. Oh, you're good because I was gonna say if you like can only do one thing, but you're pretty good at that thing. Rick will like only put you in situations where you have to do your thing that you're kind of elite mm-hmm. at. Yeah, and, and he can mask all your other stuff to an extent because you're still yeah. out there. But you know, it's it's fun to watch, and you know, I think I think a lot of the guys we do have now aren't just one tool guys like Maxi. I think he's got a bag, man. Oh yeah, and yeah, Orlando was. So so uh, so what you're saying is is that Maxi Kleba is better than Giannis Antetokounmpo? In a way. Well, in a way. Well, no, but but Giannis doesn't have a bag. Every every player yeah, knows that. I saw that. <laughs> going, going back to All Star real quick. One of my favorite things to develop from that is. Giannis is just such an asshole to James Harden. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Which is so great, dude. And it goes all the way back to when he like hit him with that ball a while it's, back. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's looking less well, and less unintentional. <laughs> so yeah. great. I love it, dude. It's, hard it's not often you Harden had that comment about the MVP race last year that, oh, it's just the narrative. That's why Giannis won it. And, like, I think Giannis legitimately dislikes Harden because right after All-Star, it's like, mm-hmm. well, in the fourth quarter, our, our side was just king on whoever Harden was guarding. I was like, yes, that is awesome. That oh, was great. Like, now that LeBron's toward the end, we need like more of these villainous personalities. I kind of hope people stop liking Luka and he turns into a bit of an a-hole. I think, like, I think it's happening. fun. I think it's happening based on like Twitter interactions and like Reddit. No, like... no, no, no. no. Yeah. Let's That's be real. Important. There, there are only two groups of people that hate Luca, and it's Knicks fans and uh, Atlanta fans. And... I don't think I don't think Knicks fans hate Luca. They hate Kristaps, but you know, as far as Luca goes, I don't think Knicks fans hate any of our players except for Kristaps. I don't know. Knicks fans yeah. talk some mad the shit group on Luca. Hates. Luca is the teams that passed on him, or the yeah. team that traded. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then and every, also, dude, yeah. <laughs> and also, I feel like hardcore Rockets and James Harden fans, beyond the team rivalry, they see the stuff that Luke is doing and the similarities to Harden's game. But everybody calls Harden boring, and they're so fed up every time Luca is like Mister Highlight of the Night. Yeah, like well, because he does things that involve his teammates oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean i not to be like a super homer here but like whenever i see luca do a step back or whatever like as much as that's a cool play it feels like it's in a flow of an offense like okay yeah. i have the space for this it's not like someone's standing underneath the basket waving shooting a flare gun yeah. hey i'm open it's like okay, shooting a no flick one... right like it's not like it's not like super obvious that someone's open so he's like he yeah. creates a space he makes a shot that he can do a lot harden like he does make an occasional really great play but he's <laughs> it's funny he doesn't even do step backs anymore he does jump forwards into the defender three pointers which is like you know as much as i appreciate uh gamesmanship like i don't want to watch free throws ever like I'm great at them, but that's it. Like that's just like <laughs> it's strictly novelty. Like I don't want to pay to see someone else do it better than me. Okay, if I do that, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, I think what a, I think what that's, a flex. that's the thing. Is, yeah, that's... I don't think they can. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, man, that was a flex. Jesus, um... I know. Like I know. We decided to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I'm making a splash, boys. <laughs> 
Literally. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, have we talked about the Hawks game? No, no. No, we haven't touched that. All right, we should probably we should probably touch on this one very lightly. <laughs> the Tim game. Yeah, the Tim game. Yeah. Man, <laughs> just, maybe we should shelf me to the playoffs. This good luck thing is starting to wear out a little bit. Just, just, yeah. just, just wait well, it out. Like, so, hey, so but it. technically, it's not over. Yeah, yeah, te- yeah. We can talk about that too, actually. Uh, so that game sucked ass. You know, that was it's great. For like the first like three quarters, three quarters and like ten minutes of the fourth, and then just went to shit. Yeah, you know, real um, fast. And I watched it, watched a little bit at Petty Cola's yesterday with Alex, and yeah, you know, went home because I was like, oh, I should, you know, I should go home and just, you know, watch it here or whatever. And uh, yeah, it was not, it was not very fun. Yeah, so, and okay. even the little bit that we watched was like interrupted by playing games. So yeah, interrupted. By, I, literally, I had my phone like onto the side and just had it propped up and i was like oh like watching the game like as i'm like playing a card game and i was like this is fucking 2020 man like you can fucking watch anything anywhere now so oh man it was so good yeah but i mean it was fun but i mean that game that game in general though like tim had a great game seth had a great game it looks like the long jackson i know justin jackson had a decent game like what the fuck jordan Right, like, man. Remember when we all wanted uh, Justin Jackson cut from the team? Oh, I still. I mean, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, record saying that. Well, I think I think that was because of broke off more than anything. Yeah, Michael Kidd Gerko. MKG played four four minutes and fifty five seconds. Had a negative. <laughs> had a minus six. Fuck. It's all know, good. Like, I had one rebound. Well, still ball. better than Willie Cauley Stone. Also, yeah, Willie Collins like, didn't even see the floor, bro. Well, yeah, he's out for he quote unquote personal but... reasons. I think that means I think he's he was the there. Yeah, yeah. I think he's in the doghouse. So, um, no, he he's like reason. actually okay, he's... on the injury report. No, it says personal reasons. What, what could that possibly be? Was that like uh, like he showed up at six a.m. from the strip club, or what was it? Uh, who Something knows? I think he's... Hot dogs, maybe. <laughs> yeah, good I reference. Think... Sick reference, bro. <laughs> no, because those are usually DNPCDs, and oh, I see. So no, something's going. It's not on. like we had like we were we were missing two players. It's not like we had like we needed him to. He could have just DNP'd and been active if it was personal reasons, you know. Yeah. But I, oh I yeah, know. and then Jalen gets hurt. I forgot about that too. Oh yeah, that yeah, that oh, was rough. Man. That was a fucking terrible game. <laughs> so something's yeah. going on. We just don't know what. Yeah. Because he's also not playing on Monday. Yeah, maybe just, I don't know. I guess maybe we'll I find out later on. A, I really hope it's not a family death, because then I'm an, I, we're going to have this as a clip, and I'm going to be an asshole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. That, that's, where, that's where Alex is going to edit all of this out. Like, we never said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not editing it out. I mean, he was there. He was at the game. And I yeah, he was like at the if game. There was something yeah. bad, he wouldn't be yeah. at the game. That's, yeah, oh, that's a good call. Cool. Uh, so I guess for the game itself, I mean, I guess we'll get to the whole goaltending BS at the end. Two <laughs> turning points, two big turning points to me though were, I think the bigger miss, well, the equally blatant miss call were the Tim Hardaway Jr. phantom out of bounds because Atlanta went on a 12-3 oh. run right after that, and then mm. Maxie's Maxie's fifth foul because sorry, yeah. sorry, Ruben, but unless you want to throw Bobon in there, we were out of bigs. Dude, moment. I no, I didn't want to throw Bob on uh, against this team. This is not the team to yeah. do it against. So, yeah. <laughs> so everyone's who's our tallest player at that point? Like I know, like yeah, it was like it was uh, Dorian. 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 Yeah, Dorian. Yeah, yeah. It has to be Dorian. Yeah. 
playing super small, you know? Yeah, yeah we can do Play, it, playing Houston-type small ball. I know, which we'll get to because that's a question actually coming up. Okay. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that game was terrible. We can talk about the whole – we can air our grievances. I'm pretty sure most of us did last night already, but, you know. I mean, I, say, I, I didn't watch the it. game, so. I feel right. like I'm the only one in favor of the of the protests. You're in favor of it? Yeah, let's do it. Why would we not want to do that? Well, I mean, I mean like, throw it out there. There's like no chance of it hitting, but like exactly. Yeah, we, but... we did. We did just a few months ago call Houston basically bitches for doing this. So that's why. I, I mean, I didn't. Like, hey. I didn't say anything. I, think, I didn't say anything. I don't remember. I got to check my Twitter. This is also a slightly different situation because Houston's grievance was at seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. That's true. True. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. However, it is rare for a ref to miss whether or not a dunk happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think, (laughs) to me personally, the the grievance isn't necessarily about replaying the game so much as showing your disdain for the refereeing that's happening. Yeah. And so uh, I would expect it to start happening more often of teams just being like, the referees suck, this is unacceptable, (laughs) we're going to file a grievance. It's yeah, like when a really coach good. it's like when a coach gets teed up twice and thrown out over kind of a iffy call that wasn't that bad when he's just trying to send a message to the refs about how it's been all night. Hey, yeah. This is what the Mavs are doing. They're trying to send a message that there's been all the Lucas stuff all year where he's just getting mm-hmm. hammered down low. And by the way, he's twenty one now. He can get hammered legally. Um mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> In the so, States. In the States. <laughs> yeah. There's the so there's the Lucas stuff all year, there's that Lakers call earlier on, there's what happened last night. I mean, and there's Mark Cuban who's going to speak about it. He's not going to be shy. Like, he's going to open a Dairy Queen about it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's going to take that uh, second shift behind the counter. (laughs) It's Frosty's upside down. Oh, man. Does he still do the... Does he still do the matching the fines with donation stuff? I can't imagine he would anymore. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't know, know, he's, he's been on rough times, I hear. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I, think... yeah, I saw him take his limo to the cash checking store. Or, uh, <laughs> to Ace, ca- Ace Cash Express. Yeah, yeah. I, picture, I picture him in the Shark Tank studios, like, sliding down his money like the Joker, then just pouring it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> fuck. That's probably, that's probably yeah. more convenient, probably more guys... convenient to him to, like, do that than actually find the heat wherever he's staying. Yeah. God damn. It's great. That's the best image I've ever seen of Mark Cuban. We need someone to fucking just Photoshop that or something. Not Mark Cuban related, but there was something like somebody was talking about like if Bill Gates dropped the hundred dollars on the ground, it he would make more money in the time to like stop and pick it up than the hundred dollars itself is worth. I don't know. Did you guys wild, read that? Dude. Did you guys read that TMZ article of Mark Cuban? Uh, yeah, he, he was going to the recycle uh, bit. Yeah, to to get all the coins that he could get from all the aluminum. What? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah what? No, 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 none of that. None of that's true. Okay. okay. Has, anyone, like... has anyone else in here actually ever done that? Because I have. I have actually. I did that one time. Oh, what yeah. was the return on that? Uh, so I did. I was... Yeah, you go it first. Like LM, it was like elementary school for me, so I don't even know. It was like that Sandlot scene, like we were trying to buy a baseball or something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I did it so, like, in Hawaii, they, like, really, like, pushed that, you know, like, you know. Yeah, because like, they um, don't do it in Texas. Recycling. 
Yeah, they were just like, well, shit ton over there, right? So when we went uh, in, in last June, we did it, and it was like, I think we got, because I, I had bought like, a couple six packs or whatever over there, like, drink those. And I was like, oh, like, my, you know, my girlfriend was like, hey, like, go ahead and just, like, you know, rinse them out and we'll take them. That would be, like, our, like, little, like, Hawaiian experience. And I was like, that's okay, whatever. I'll do it. And um, I think I got back, like, three bucks, like, in total. And I was yeah. like, that's, that's not bad. That's, like, a Coke. You know, like three cokes. Yeah. Oh, that's one day off of four for four. So yeah. Or as I, I call ex- it in Texas, half a six pack. <laughs> oh yeah. So I have an experience like this on a much I don't know larger but weirder scale. Okay. So in Nebraska, in Nebraska when I was in college, most of Western Nebraska or Western Nebraska and Colorado had a serious like coyote problem. Like they were starting to become rodents, and so counties would offer you money to go out there you'd get a free hunting permit you'd shoot one and i think we got like 50 or 100 for one we shot and you take them back in and you Holy basically shit. you cash them in and that's how they started controlling the population out there oh my and god like so <laughs> gas to get out like after gas to get out there you know you probably had lunch beers or whatever you maybe broke even by a little bit but it's like fuck free hunt you know yeah <laughs> Cost the fucking. <laughs> that that might that's be awesome. Now that I think about it, I'm not a super country guy. That might most might that's the most country thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it absolutely. Is. We're that's just hunting coyotes into... for beer money. Yeah. <laughs> that's getting into redneck territory. Oh shit! That's All right. Are we are we done airing our grievances? I think we're done airing our grievances. All right. Let's see what what's up next on the agenda. Uh, I'm so. Coyotes. Yeah, so anyway, so so one of the things that happened yesterday was the whole argument about resting Luca and KP down the stretch. Um, do we think it's a good idea for the Mavs to do this? Do you think it's a bad idea? Like, I don't know how many more back-to-backs we have left, but, you know. I mean, for this game, I would not have risked KP because, yeah. I mean, we just had the All-Star break. Surely he can... Surely he can play if you know Luca's not going to play. Luca just missed six games though before the All Star break and barely played in the All Star game. So yeah, I feel like he, he's coming off injury. KP is just resting. Well, uh, KP's still coming off of his. I don't know. I've kind of written this entire season off as a uh, kind of like a rehab season for KP. I mean, granted, he's been gone for like a was it a year and a half before him, like before the start of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like you know, it takes. I mean, was it an ACL? That he was originally injured on. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that's that's you're not really right until like after you know or midway through your first season yeah. back, you know. So. Yeah, I but I mean, he's played other back to backs. I, I mean, I figured this the yeah, one but, coming off the break would be one that you play, but I, well, I don't know. He hasn't totally. he I, hasn't I been playing back to backs since he re-injured himself. That's true. Uh, I'm fine true. with the Luca part of it because. I mean, Cuban even came out and said yesterday, like, he's not injured, but it does still hurt. He's just going to kind of have to deal with that unless he wants to take this extended absence. So, yeah, sure. The Luca one, completely fine with. I could have, you could have talked me into Porzingis either way. Um, I think they felt they could have easily won that game, which they could have. Should have. Um, yeah, yeah. I, think they win, I think they win that game going away, even if Brunson stays in. Like, you can't anticipate that. Your yeah. starting point guard gets knocked out 10 seconds in. So, yeah. it flip a coin on the KP thing for me. Um, I guess I 
if I had to get inside the Mavs' heads, I think they feel safe enough that the nine seed right now, there's no just almost impossible for the nine seed to catch them. And they think that everyone ahead of them in the West, I guess with the exception of the Thunder maybe, everyone ahead of them, is so kind of evenly stacked that maybe outside of dropping to the eight and getting the Clippers or the Lakers or whatever, um, they don't really care about their first-round matchup. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. You know, where they're at where they're at three through six, especially the way they've been playing at home, not a huge concern to them. That's how I would rationalize it if I were the front office. Also, we can all kind of agree that this isn't a win now roster. Like it's very promising. Luca's being like, I mean, he's an all star. Like, I mean, hell, if he's if he was playing at the same pace, it, he would have he would be in the MVP conversation. There's all kinds of cool stuff with it. But I think they're also like, all right, is this 21-year-old going to take us, you know, three rounds in the Western Conference playoffs? And, that, I mean, like, I can't imagine that's, like, their expectation. So I'm all good with them playing it safe. And also, like, with the load management, like, conversation, I mean, it's funny because the people that talk about it the most are, like, Chuck and Shaq. And it's just like, you know, when you guys played, like, the pace was faster than the Titanic so like, <laughs> like it's about it and it's just like you know the game is so much quicker there's so many more possessions but also just uh it's not just minutes alone like you know five minutes of jj berea is a different five minutes of willie collie stein and you know part of it's just body structure but also just like how hard they're going you know yeah yeah and the old man talking about load management and how much they hate it also all look like they can't walk right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a fucking, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, for me, when it comes to, like, it, was it okay to rest, I think it all depends on the opponent, right? Like, we're, you know, we were playing against the Hawks, which, no offense to my buddy on Twitter, the Hawks Reddit guy, they're not that good. You know, like, yeah. they're just not. They're just not. And I think... If one of those two guys play, like, we win that game handedly. If Jalen doesn't get hurt, we win that game handedly. It's, you know, there's a lot of factors into that. But, you know, like, I feel like they need to mix and match, like, when to rest um, going forward. Like, I know, so we play, I think we have, like, three or four more back-to-backs. Like, so the next one coming up is, it's uh, the, the Wolves and the Bulls, like, in a week from now. Like, a week and a half from now, which... I feel like if one of them play, like, it's fine, you know? Or when it's, like... And, again, we play again a couple of weeks after that against uh, the Clippers. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Clippers and the Kings. You know, I feel like play, having them both against the Clippers is great. Having one or two out against the Kings is, like, whatever. Like, that's not a huge deal. You know? I, should be in sta- I should be in Staples for that one, by the way. Fuck yeah. Oh, cool. It's the current plan. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just, like, there's a couple more back-to-backs coming up. It's just, like... I think we just got to mix and match and be smart about, like, hey, both guys should rest tonight. Like, it should be easy for the team or, you know, one guy should play because, you know, we don't want to dip too far into the standings and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Especially especially after Rick was like, hey, like, we just talked about the standings, you know? Like, he says that, and then we rest both of our guys, and then we lose the game, you know? So, yeah. which isn't, isn't all correlated, but it's part of the issue, you know, of us losing that game, so... It'll be fine. Like I'm not that worried about it. Yeah, I, but I'm I'm very worried about everything all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. 
<laughs> like it, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to go back to my expectations before the year started. And yeah, and yeah. before the year started, I was like I don't know that this team is a playoff team. Now, granted, at the, at the time, I didn't expect for the Warriors to be getting, you know, Shit best the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the best odds for the number one overall pick. Um, oh yeah. But you know, just kind of going into the season, I I thought maybe the Mavericks would be a playoff team, maybe not. And so, if they're in the sixth, seventh, eighth seed at the end of the season, like that's still good to me. Yeah, and a loaded West, who would have thought, one, I mean, like, I think one of the bigger surprises for us as well is, like, just, I mean, how competitive the West is more than, or I guess, like, kind of, like, how up in the air the West is, and I think with you have, you know, Zion coming back with New Orleans, um, yeah. just the Trailblazers, Trailblazers due to injury, but also just, like, kind of a poor play as well, like, they're just kind of, they're hanging around, but not really, like, the Kings were completely, like, they completely shit the bed this season. Um, th- when people thought they kind of like, all right, they turned the corner, and then it's just like, oh no, well Bagley has played ten games, yeah, or yeah. had like ten starts over the course of like two years, and uh, Phoenix was like kind of fun, and like they still, I mean, like they're kind of pesky, and Memphis is kind of fun, but they're, you know, it's bun- bunch of young kids. Grant, what are so, you like, doing? Watch it. <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm what? not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm about to punch John uh Don if he keeps talking mess about Memphis. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Those, those were throwing blows. I'm here. I'm for it. No, like Memphis is don't get me wrong, like I mean I th- I think the more like it's a toss up for me who would be a more fun eight seed between the Pelicans and the Grizzlies. Just because you got two really yeah. young, awesome stars that are yeah. already just doing things that we haven't seen on a basketball court. Mm-hmm. Which, that's always exciting whenever I see a guy in his first year doing things. I'm like, I don't know if I've seen that live before, you know, <laughs> like that, that. That's, that's why I was, I'll, I'll be a DSJ stand forever. It's just because, like, yeah. okay, I, he's clearly a knucklehead, but like, man, uh, just seeing certain things on the court, I've like I've never seen someone dribble to himself for an alley oop. Yeah, yeah. that's sick. That's still my best, my favorite Dennis Smith play. The one against Portland where he tossed it up off the yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of like the same thing with like with uh, John Morant and Zion Williamson, where it's just like I don't quite understand how they're doing these things, but they're doing it. And it's really, I mean, they yeah. both have good supporting cast. Zion has an all-star, and uh, John Morant has Jaron Jackson and Valanciunas and all those guys. I love Jaron Jackson. That's who I – like, yeah, if we would have ended up with Luka, that's kind of who I wanted us to target. But thank God I wanted him more him. than Luka. <laughs> but, wow. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, when he told me that shit, I was like, holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will say – my favorite moment of that is Grant's Beavis and Butthead chuckle after that. That was so mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to... I, I did, wanted bro. To... I wanted him so bad. Well, oh, I, I wanted him way I'm, more. I'm glad that um, you didn't get your wish. Like, Well, I mean, yeah, but I would have been happy either way. So I don't... <laughs> maybe maybe Memphis maybe Memphis somehow gets like James Wiseman or some other J in the draft this year and they can have their own killer J era. Yeah. Um, that, that hopefully that, goes that better than ours. Did. 
instead of instead of Tony Braxton, it could be like Rihanna for them that screws everything. Holy up. shit! Yeah. <laughs> Braun wouldn't let that happen. All right, so let's look ahead. So we have so this week, if we include Sunday, because we might record after that game because that game's at like three. That game's at two thirty for us. Um, at least people living in central time zone, Tim. Um, so, <laughs> so we have, so we have Minnesota on Monday. Mm-hmm. We have the Spurs on Wednesday, the Heat on Friday, which is Luca's birthday, and then or like his birthday, whatever weekend. And then we have the Wolves again on the next Sunday. So, what do we think the record's going to be for this week? Three and one. Oh, all right. Oh fuck! All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Minnesota. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, bro. Like yeah. I, Dan, you know, Dan I don't play. Is he gonna play though? He's not. He didn't play today. Oh, did he? Oh, he didn't. Oh, no. Nah. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Maybe he plays tomorrow. I mm-hmm. I don't know. Much to think about. I think we go. I think we go two and two. Maybe. Well, Cat's definitely not playing, and that's yeah. He's game. out. Yeah, he's out for two weeks. I think. So. That should be a win, and also that's like pretty much a brand new team midseason. Like they're yeah. still trying to figure True. these games out at this point. They're Not bad though. No, yeah. I mean like no, I, I like the moves they made. It actually. Yeah, no, sense. definitely. Malik Beasley on there. That's that's a I like yeah. that a lot more that than Robert fu- Covington. That was a fucking steal, man. Yeah. That was an addition by subtraction by getting Wiggins out of there. I mean, like I think Wiggins actually makes yeah, no, no debate, doubt. But like, it didn't like. You basically have a, a a less interesting Rip Hamilton sort of <laughs> kind of how I think of Andrew Wiggins. Shit. It's just like, all right, cool. Here's a guy that's gonna do post up, turn around jumpers, and make less of them. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. But Draymond said he could be all defense. So, I mean, you know, I think I think Draymond thinks he can make anyone a defensive player. I mean, like, Grant, <laughs> if I was if I was Draymond's teammate and he's screaming at me, I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. What do you say, boss? Like, I mean, he's... I mean, bro, if Draymond. Jimmy Butler couldn't get through to the man, I don't know who can. Fuck. Draymond, Draymond also thinks he's a three-point shooter, so... <laughs> With that fucking backpack on his back, bro? Like, yeah, just... <laughs> I don't know. Jimmy Butler, man, it, it, I can't get a read on him. I'm either like, this guy's either the most like tenacious like competitor ever, or he could just be an asshole. A psychopath. <laughs> but I think <laughs> everyone, if you look, everyone around him, everyone in the NBA loves him, so you have to just sure. think that, like... Yeah, yeah you go... Except you go back Andrew and, Wiggins. If you go back and listen to him on, like, the J.J. Reddick podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. sounds like a dude I'd really want to hang out with. Like yeah, yeah, intelligent, nice guy, but absolutely. Like, what the hell? What the hell goes on in those locks, man? Well, yeah. I think I think I mean I guess to counter my own like question, the more I think about it, the more I would imagine he would just be like, "I'm fucking tired of these children and their tweets." Like, go play some cocktail. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I mean, he go. came from nothing, you know. So and sure. he worked really, really hard to get there. All these other Andrew Wiggins was oh, the yeah. first pick in the draft. So. Oh, yeah, man. that's true. I mean, he right. was he like grew, a nobody in Canada. <laughs> yeah. True. Anyway, so <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Okay, we ready to get some questions? Or... Yeah, let's get into questions. <laughs> let's do this, guys. All right. Let's see. So first question we got, and, you know, we can, I can go first. Anyway, so our good friend Mavsraft asks, 
and I hate that he asked this question because I don't give a fuck. But thoughts on advanced stats, advanced stats, and their place in basketball conversation. So for me, advanced stats has their place. You know, like I don't agree with the guys who that's like all they go to is advanced stats. Like mm-hmm. I just think like there's a human element to the game, obviously, that they have to acknowledge, you know? Um so I think it has its place, like when it's done properly and like and if everybody's on board and like kinda understands like this is the way, you know, shit is, you know. But for me it's alright. I don't get it. I'm never gonna get it, I don't think. It's just it takes too much brain energy to do it, so um at Mavs draft, I all I have to say is uh fuck you and fuck Daryl Mori. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that doesn't surprise me that you would say that. Um Yeah, that's right me at all. <laughs> so I think stats are the only way to interpret basketball and we shouldn't even watch the games. <laughs> yes. <God>. Spreadsheets. <laughs> Spreadsheets win championships. Oh my god. You're you're all terrible. Uh, uh, advanced advanced stats have a place, just like basic stats have a place in the game. Um they have a way to explain why something happened and help you understand why a player may be good or bad. Um, but it's not going to tell you that a player is good or bad or that a team is good or bad, if that makes sense. Yeah. It helps you get down to the root cause of things. It doesn't give you an answer. Sure. Uh, so I see it as more of a front office tool than... Than a fan tool? Anything that, then, yeah, I mean, I believe in teams in any sport that build their, and advanced stats is such like a murky term. Like, even we don't have a clear definition on what that is yet because, and plus minus is is an advanced stat to some people. So, yeah. Who knows what the term even means? (laughs) I think, I think it's an absolute necessity as a tool to team build. I think there's a certain, outline you can lay out for a coach is the these are the best ways to run things on the floor but you have to have the trust and autonomy get or trust to give him the autonomy when he's coaching the game that this is i know my guys this is what i'm going to do because in the nba more than any other sport personalities matter how certain guys click matters there's only 12 out there that's less than any roster in any other major sport so Mm -hmm. you got to know personality and also with the caveat that if you're averaging like 17 rebounds a game, you're probably the best player ever, and we should trade for you. Yeah, <laughs> no, we should. Fucking threw that in there. <sighs> God damn. <laughs> All right, I'm go- moving on now. Yeah, we're definitely moving on. <laughs> yeah, we're moving on because if not, Tim and I are going to have our own 40 minute podcast. <laughs> okay, we should. No, no, no. Move on. As long as we can, we can all agree, rebounds aren't. Oh my God. Okay. Stop. Anyway, enough. So- <laughs> children come on <laughs> so okay our good buddy james at james d grambo asks and i love this question so much would you rather have all music or all tv be in spanish tv um, t- tv tv no question yeah it'd be tv it'd have to be tv yeah. i listen to mexican rap it's not that good yeah so, <laughs> i mean also okay. like just because it's in Spanish doesn't mean it won't be subtitled, so I can still That's follow true, yeah. along and know what's That's going true. on. Uh, so, TV. I'd love, to, 
Yeah, I think too, I think it'd be pretty easy in the sense that like you know you just see Ron Swanson Watkins like Leslie Porque. <laughs> oh, if, it, if it's American television in Spanish, then yeah, I'm definitely doing that. Uh, I'll, just, what God, that I'll just I'll just jam Vicente and Selena for the rest of my life. Give me TV. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like mu- music, music in Spanish, TV in English. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Because I mean, oh, like, okay, I, yeah. Okay, because I've I've like watched like sportscasts in Spanish, and I'm like, this is so much more awesome, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. They just go. They go all out all the time. It's great. Did you imagine Spanish telecast for Mavericks basketball when Luca does his just ridiculous shit? Oh my god! Actually, that'd be great. Next time, next time, next time they're on national TV, I'll I'll put the uh, the Spanish version on there. Yeah. Uh, You can you can kind of find it if you go back through his old YouTube Madrid clips. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 But Spain Smash is weird. I fuck it that. is weird. Yeah. They're S's, man. They're <laughs> I like hate it, purposeful bro. lisp. They're fucking uh, they're Vosotros form and no one uses bro. I hate that shit. Uh, <laughs> okay, next question. Okay. So our good friend Charles at your guy Charles asks With Cuban trying to get a do over on last night's game, what's one match related decision you wish a team could have a do over in the past ten years? Oh. So the past so the past ten years is twenty ten. Yeah. So for me, it would definitely have to be. I mean, I, there's there's two big ones, right? And I think the big one for me would be keeping the fucking championship roster together for at least one more year. Okay. Like that's the only thing. Like, and there's the other one too that I think someone else is gonna say, but you know, that's the one yeah. for me. <laughs> so, so keeping keeping the championship roster together. Okay. Yeah. We'll go Don next. Okay. Uh, I mean, for me, it's got to be keeping Steve Nash. I mean, no, like, that's not in the last ten years. Ten years. I'm oh, sorry, ten years. Sorry, I didn't hear that because uh, I'm a moron. Okay, in that case, trading for Rondo. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got Dwight Powell out of that man. Come on. You yeah. Know, another reason <laughs> to hate that trade. There's. I didn't say it. That can rim run, like a Stanford grad that can rim run. <laughs> hey, he's got that engineering degree, man. All right, uh, let's go with Tim next. Uh, I'd put this one. You said there's a big two. I'd put this one up there with both Shane Larkin over Giannis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a, That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Big three. Then yeah, that's probably it. Okay. There's a big three. Are we are we yeah, all going to try and do different ones at this point? That's what no, I was just like say, But I mean. Letting go of Afro Kaminu isn't like a big thing, but like I said earlier, he was our best player that series. It would have been yeah. nice to at least take a further chance on him instead yeah. of the free agent that we didn't get. Yeah. Um, I think if I wanted to say for me personally, like it definitely would have been Shane Larkin over Giannis. Uh, but if I want to do something that was just like not in, not something that's already been discussed, uh, let's redo the. Um, the lock-in uh, Clippers scenario. Okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even want it to change. I just want it to happen again. You're like, just watching shit unfold, knowing, yeah. what, knowing what happens, what comes later. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, imagine, Actually, imagine, like, being able to go back to that situation and, like, go to the betting markets. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That makes so much money off of that shit. So, I, I take mine back, actually. I don't know how this would have affected Luca. If we could have kept Luca and this happened, I would have been fine. But taking Dennis Smith over Donovan Mitchell. 
probably is not okay. the best thing. And that's funny because Mavs Draft would agree with you on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> pains me to say this, but it's yeah. yeah. Okay, it's yeah. the same with my. That's same a tough with, one. Same it's with Morgan. Same. Yeah, yeah. We get Giannis. We get Giannis. We clearly don't have Luca right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I'd rather have Luca over Mitchell. Uh, you could convince me Giannis over Luca. Yeah. All right. It's how much. See. How much of homers we are. Like, you can convince me. <laughs> yeah, you can convince me on this. But, uh... <laughs> All right, let's see. I, um, oh, sorry, go on. No, it, I, I think with Giannis, it's a little bit more for. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Shane Larkin thing was awesome, especially basically like this really crappy cap space move is the only reason it really. Yeah, because we wanted but Dwight I Howard. Think, uh, I, like, I mean, remember also, that. It wasn't just cap space, it was cap space for Dwight Howard. That's Superman. Who, who, who was arguably the best center <laughs> of the league at the time, but that's before we realized centers don't matter. And, yeah. yeah. Like, but also, like, Giannis did grow, like, four inches and about, uh, like, five babies worth of money. And, like, he's just now, like, yeah, like, he is the Greek freak. And it's like, before, it's just like, oh, here's, like, scrawny kid from, you know, who knew, like, I mean, considering, like, seventh, like, middle of the road, or middle of the draft pick, like, that young, I kind of understand being like, I don't know if I, like, but then again, it's also, we had that mid-round pick, like, why not take that chance? Because, as opposed to experimenting with a six-foot guard from Miami? That we're yeah. 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 The you, bro. The you. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to, I just want to say that someone else said centers don't matter, and it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um, Fossil, uh, Faz um seven one one on Twitter, also the guy who makes all my memes. Um, he said, "Y'all's thoughts on the Rockets' decision to no longer employ big men." So good segue. Like, yeah, for <laughs> it. Spreadsheets, baby, spreadsheets. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. Like they've played a few good games. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to the lowly Rockets, but uh. You know, I mean, good for them if it works. I don't give a fuck. So, <laughs> I don't think it'll work. Like Houston, Denver, um, LA, and LA are both are all way too good for that to just work. LA and for LA. seven for seven <laughs> games. There's no way that that works. Yeah, it'll be fun though. Yeah, I think this is it's an interesting like exper- or like kind of looking at it historically, like how much Golden State has just kind of fucked up with what we think is good basketball. And I, I mean, like rightfully so. You have two hot like at one point three Hall of Famers, if not more, playing on the team, and they spread it out and did, like, the small ball death lineup, whatever. But now, like, Houston's doing it in a way... It's basically the seven seconds or, like, uh, sun, but, like, fully committing with absolutely no inside, like, yeah. presence at all. And it's just kind of one of this... Like, I'm actually... As much as I don't like the Rockets, and I'm so excited to see them fail, um, I want to see weird experimentation like that. Like, I want to see a team just go, like, Bucket, five centers. Let's do it. Like, let's just like, <laughs> why, why not? Like, Orlando basically did that already, but they just we can do it. Guys, like, we possibly could. I mean, like, as good as KP handles the ball, for big man. I, when I see him, I'm like, that's Durant-ish. Like, it's not Durant. It's not like he doesn't have. He's not as slick with it, but like, yeah. Durant's also a freak as far as how well yeah. he handles the ball, and it's just showing that like, I'm all for innovation in some in in all the weird capacities. Like, at some point, I want them just to employ, like, just, like, all short people that can't shoot, but, like, find a way they can't work. Like, <laughs> so we need a team of, like, five DSJs? Exactly. Yeah. Damn. It's just, it's just, oh, that would work. All it is, it's like, a trampol- it's, 
like the trampoline act in the half court or like halftime performance without the trampoline. (laughs) Oh, wait, hold on. Just to really, really make Grant mad, a team of five Mavs men. (laughs) That would make someone else mad. Yeah, that's me, bro. (laughs) Fuck Mavs man. (laughs) No, I'm a Mavs man stan. I love that weird ass. God, you're fired. That's it. No, <laughs> I, I want to know his dark backstory. Why is he made of basketball? <laughs> actually, if the actual guy has been to was at my middle school twice, and he's actually a really nice guy. I'm sure he is, but he, he is. is. He is. is he but that or? mask is terrifying, bro. <laughs> it is wrong. I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I think that like, the worst thing you can do yeah. with a mascot is just make it like a bigger person. You know, like and I like <laughs> like that's like. Like if it's like a horse, whatever it's a cartoon horse, but it's just like if it's just like, like was it Rowdy for the Cowboys? He's terrifying. Like this. Yeah. Oh, I talked about him today. I don't like him. I uh-huh. wish he would die. My <laughs> right, point exactly. And uh, just uh, real quick to throw something back on that uh, Rockets thing, like going back and I guess I'm kind of a nerd for these experiments, like what the Sixers did. Um, until about a month ago, my comp for Dan Tony was Andy Reid and the stuff he does with offenses <laughs> in the NFL. And honestly, like, they're two bad breaks away. And as much as I would hate it, from two just really, really one cold shooting streak and one injury away from possibly having two titles right now, so you can't say it was a complete failure. Totally. Everyone kind of, everyone kind of thought the, okay, we're gonna go five feet away from the basket, or it's gonna be a three. They thought that thing was crazy. <laughs> it almost happened. They thought the CP3 pairing was crazy. It got real close. So this yeah. man, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a bit, commit fully to it. Like I'm intrigued to see this. Like <laughs> if, you're gonna, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna be weird, don't be kind of weird. Just go nuts, right? Yeah, yeah. It's also like Robert Covington and PJ Tucker are not the worst center and power forward duo you can have. Yeah, that's true. at all. Yeah, it's like I would love that. <laughs> uh, it would be perfect. Okay, so what's the next question? Our next question is okay. It's not a question, but uh, at Mavs Film Room uh, says, "Could Jay and I get birthday shoutouts?" Luca, two thanks. Happy Happy birthday! birthday, Yes, happy birthday! Love y'all. Anyway, okay, next one. Um, we we answered this one a while ago, but. Someone, someone else asked this, and I don't think that th- the three new guys have answered this one yet. So, okay. would you rather fight five JJ Bereas or one Boban? <laughs> five JJs, easy. <laughs> well, no, because the last time the question was, do you oh, want to yeah, fight like, you... a, a Boban-sized JJ or yeah, a JJ-sized yeah. Boban? Oh. So are his arms still Boban length, but he's JJ's height? Because if so, then I'm staying away from that. <laughs> yes. Okay, then one Boban. Okay, so remind me the parameters of this death match that I'm having. <laughs> so you fight. So, so the way the question is framed is: Would you rather fight five JJ Bereas, five normal size JJ Bereas, or one normal size Boban? Oh, so, like e- the normal easily, heights. Easily one Boban because it would be like in the what was it episode or or Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, no, oh. Empire Strikes Back, oh, okay. where I could just like get uh, a rope and just wrap around his legs and he falls over and <laughs> explodes. I think that's going to be like my best tactic. The AT-AT. Um, you know. That, yeah, AT-AT, thank you. Yeah. I think one JJ would like fuck me up. I think the dude's like, <laughs> like secretly shredded, so um, yeah. Oh, that's not a secret. Give me, 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of like, yeah. There's a reason like every reigning Miss Puerto Rico just lines up to marry him. <laughs> Plus he's on like his he's on like his seventh or eighth one now. God, yeah, he has like three um, kids. <laughs> yeah, like I only have to land like one really lucky shot for one. But <laughs> I'm not. I'm not landing. <laughs> I think for me, it's like JJ's obviously a fighter. So doing that five oh, yeah. times over. This like least. no, that's it. That yeah. fucker's still alive from the Bynum hit. I think he's yeah. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. He made the free throw. He completed the damn and one. I know. <laughs> most right? underreported, most underreported part of that entire thing. He hit the and one. Yeah. Oh man. God damn. Okay. Uh, last question comes from. Um, Tanner Skinny Luca Black, Tanner Black on tw- on Twitter, um, says, "Is there okay? This is probably for Grant because I don't know shit. So, oh. <laughs> is, is there a better replacement for MKG that could have been signed?" Um, I don't really think so. I, I will die on the Glenn Robinson, Alec Burks Hill, but uh, I mean, I technically, if Markeith Morris gets waived, but I don't really think he comes here if he does, so I don't think so, no. Okay. I heard a lot of Marvin Williams talk, and I don't know what that really would have done for us. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He went straight to Milwaukee, though. Right. And, like, that's kind of, it. like, I'm actually cool with the MKG thing in the sense that, like, cool, we have another wing defender, and, like, if we can get a couple of practices and actually use him, I'm intrigued at what where they, what they can do with, because like I'm hearing like, uh, Draymond comparison, and I was nah. like, let's 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 pump the brakes <laughs> there, bud. Let's get him like ten minutes off the bench first. He might shoot better with a backpack on, so we could try that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Awesome. And I think that those are all the questions we got today, guys. So awesome. All right. Yeah, all I- right. I'll take this time to sign up, guys. Thanks for letting me be my ridiculous self. Really continue contributing to uh, pods and articles and such. Absolutely. Thanks for coming absolutely. on. Yeah, for real, man. I appreciate Keep it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, we everybody. Recorded, you know, we recorded so late because Tim absolutely wanted to come on. So. Yeah. Yes. So late, I and mean, it's, it's 9 late. o'clock. Like, come on. I don't know. Bro, I got my I bedtime. Got yeah, I'm, I'm tired, bro. I'm trying to go to sleep. All right. I mean, <laughs> I, all season starts. I slept all day, so my entire timeline is going to be complaining, and I'll just be just like, "So when to mute you? Got it." (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, with that, that'll wrap up this episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. So until next week, guys. See you later. Later, guys. Peace. See ya.